Welcome everyone to Couch Potato Diary after a wild night in the NBA. Coming to you from the Clearwater Cleaning Solutions broadcast studio, your one-stop commercial and residential cleaning company based out of Calgary with a fantastic team, right? To make your life simpler and easier by fulfilling all of your cleaning needs. Check them out online, clearwatercleaningsolutions.com. You can find me on social media, Twitter and Instagram. I'm at primetimekline, twitch.tv slash primetimepk. You can email the show, couchpotatodiary at yahoo.com. Coming up on the show today, it is a reaction pod to the wild night we had into the early morning hours of today. Kevin Durant has been traded. The Raptors trade away a pick? Question mark. Um, and the Lakers right or wrong. So we will get into all of that here coming up on the show. Thank you so much for downloading today. Hi, I'm Kim Carson. And I'm Peter Klein. And this is We Had No Idea. A podcast about world events that you know about. But might have fallen asleep for during history class. Or social studies, however you learned history in high school. Each week, we'll do a deep dive into important topics throughout history. So whether you already know everything or feel like you need a top up on some history, we'll be here for you. Listen to us each week, wherever you get your podcasts. Woo! So last night, the the Raptors make the trade for Jakob Pertl. Um, group chat is kind of buzzing. I just roll over to my phone, take one last look. Okay, let's just scroll through Twitter one more time. Maybe there's a, an OG rumor or something to get ready for in the morning. And then you get the alert from Woj that the Phoenix Suns are on the verge of acquiring Kevin Durant. And the deal ends up going through, and it is a monster. Kevin Durant, along with TJ Warren, are on their way to the defending Western Conference champion. No, that's not right. The... Western Conference regular season champions. Anyway, um, it is Kevin Durant on his way to the Phoenix Suns in a monster deal. Uh, the package includes Mikel Bridges, Cam Johnson, Jay Crowder, four unprotected first-round picks, um, and a 2028 pick swap as well. So obviously, like the, uh, the, the moves that we've talked about leading up to this, there are a few different kind of areas to look at. We will start with the Suns. This immediately makes them the favorite in the Western Conference. And this has not been a good year for the Suns. After a dominant regular season, an epic flameout in the postseason, um, this is... This is quite disappointing. This has been quite disappointing so far for the Phoenix Suns this year. And... Now they have a chance to just completely turn that around. They're still fifth in the West. They are, oh, this would be interesting. They are tied with the Dallas Mavericks for fourth. So if the playoffs started today, it would be Mavs Suns in the first round. Obviously a lot is going to change, but holy crap, would that be something if it was uh, Kyrie against, um, if it was Kyrie against Kevin Durant in the first round of the playoffs, that would just be, oh, oh, it would just be just absolutely mwah, French kiss. Just incredible. Just, oh, 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 I want nothing more now than for this to happen. But it, like, you, you look at the teams ahead of the, the, the Suns right now, like, I like the Nuggets, I like the Grizzlies, the Kings are overachieving, um, the Mavericks, where we talked about some concerns we have about that team on the, the pod the other day, but none of those teams are substantially better than anything that you would have seen from, or anything you could see from the Phoenix Suns. KD, Booker, CP3, Ayton, and Warren is 
easily the best starting five in the NBA. And I am including when Kawhi and PG are healthy um, in with the Clippers. I am including when everyone is healthy for the Golden State Warriors. This is now the team to beat in the um, in the NBA's Western Conference and probably in the entirety of the NBA. Like they are just there's just so many ways that top five can beat you now. And sure, like trading away Johnson and Crowder bridges, that affects your depth a little bit. Um, there's still time, I think, to, to maybe address that going forward for the, the Suns as you go into today. And now they become a very interesting buyout um, target, I guess. So it'll be interesting to see now where this whole thing goes for them. But that this is now another excellent chance at for Chris Paul to, to get an NBA championship and just a fantastic bounce back for a Phoenix Suns team that was so close to the top of the mountain and felt inevitable to get there again last year and just haven't been able to get over the hump. Kevin Durant gives you that opportunity. And this will be interesting. There'll be time for Kevin Durant legacy talk later. But if they do get to that point, does this team get viewed as Kevin Durant's team? Or is he another mercenary again, like going into to Golden State? I think he goes in there and wins this championship. While the, the Warriors championships should be credited to him, this one feels like it will be a Kevin Durant championship, not... Oh, hey, the Phoenix Suns won a title and they happen to have Kevin Durant. Kind of like it's viewed in Golden State, which it shouldn't be. On the Nets side, this is, like, clearly when super teams go wrong. And we talked the other day about how this team, with Kevin Durant and um, and Kyrie Irving, have won seven playoff games. That's it. Since 2019. Um, it, it's just, it's so, inc- I think the Raptors have won more in that time. And they had a year where they finished in the lottery. Like, just... This was almost worst case scenario for how this whole thing could play out. At least you got assets back for both guys, but that this was just a disaster. And you, when you include Harden in that as well, and now all of your picks um, are off in Houston for the next little while, which is good because all of Houston's picks are off somewhere else, um, Oklahoma City, I think. Either way, there there is oh there is so much going on. Uh, around the Brooklyn Nets and trying to figure out who owns what picks over the next little while is going to be just mind-boggling to figure out. But this is clearly a team that is starting over now. I like Bridges a lot. I I don't think he is cornerstone of a franchise, but I think he is like elite-level secondary pieces guy, you know? Like, you have your big three or whatever, and then you have a Bridges coming in as like your fourth Elite, elite option in that way. They almost won a championship with him as a, a, like a top three option. So I, I think the world of Bridges, if the, the Nets do end up flipping him, which again, basketball trade stuff is always difficult to, to kind of wrap your head around. Um, so it, it's it's going to be challenging, I think, for them to, to maybe flip Bridges today. But if they do end up doing that, it'll be a bit disappointing because this is a good player, but also... I, I want to see Bridges on a, a team that is contending. Like, if I'm a team like the Nuggets or the Grizzlies or someone like that, I think he fits in well. I, I think he would be a perfect fit on the Raptors, depending on what they're looking at doing. We'll talk about them in a second. But uh, aside from that, like, Cam Johnson is just kind of there. Jay Crowder hasn't played all season, and I wonder if he gets flipped into something now. 
the four unprotected first round picks as it goes along, uh, it's picks in 23. This year's pick probably isn't going to be good. 25 and eh. 27 and 29 get interesting because, um, CP three is obviously up there in age. Uh, Kevin Durant is 34 years old. So by 27, that puts him at 38 by 29, he'll be in his forties. Um, and you can see the body is already kind of breaking down here. So we'll see, but they are, they also have Booker and Ayton on this squad to, to kind of carry them a little bit. So th this isn't like getting the Lakers 27 and 29 unprotected first round picks, which again, we'll get to in a second, but like these, these are all right assets, but th this is not, I mean, obviously this is not how this was supposed to end for the Nets. This was supposed to end in a, a blaze of glory with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving hoisting multiple Larry O'Brien trophies. Instead. Now you just have like, well, you probably had some fun playing with this team on 2k, but that's, it's about it, my man. So it's very disappointing to see uh, from a Brooklyn Nets standpoint. And it's interesting now to see, because like this is th this is so clearly a team that is starting over and needed to start over with all the, the Kyrie, KD stuff going on. They're fifth in the East right now. Like for, for them to just completely bottom out this season, they have 32 wins. Detroit isn't getting to 32 wins this year. You look at like where, like th they could obviously fall out of a playoff spot and probably will. So this is good news, I think, for other teams. But like they are seven points clear of being out of a playoff spot right now. Or seven games clear, sorry, of being out of a playoff spot right now. Like that, that type of a fallout to, to get into any kind of draft lottery, which doesn't matter for them anyway because they don't have their picks. Um... It's just interesting to see a team in a playoff spot do this type of thing so quickly. So from a Brooklyn Nets fan standpoint, like that has to be so debilitating today and just so bleh today seeing all of this news go down. For other teams in the West, the pressure is on now. Like I, I think this puts the pressure on a Memphis. I think it puts the pressure on a, a Denver. I think it puts the pressure back on um, the, the New Orleans Pelicans. Well, with the move yesterday, I don't think the Lakers pick ends up being as valuable as maybe it is. Maybe that's something the Pelicans look at trading now. So a lot of a lot of dominoes could fall today, and it kind of makes OG Ananobi all of a sudden the, the bell of the ball, as a lot of people are going to have their eye on him going forward. The Raptors did make a trade last night as they acquire Jakob Pertl from the San Antonio Spurs in exchange for Kem Birch, a protected first-round pick in 2024, and a pair of second-round picks. Right before I hit record on this, we found out the protections. It is a top-six protected pick. From a Raptors standpoint, it's interesting that they make a move to get better. Um, we, we all thought I have said on this show, it is time to tear down. If they were going to make this move, I wish they would have made it a month or two ago. Um, and who knows about the negotiations or anything like that, financials, this, that, or the other, the health of anyone. Um, I wish they would have made this a bit ago because I would have liked to see how this team reacted and how this team played with a legitimate big man in the starting lineup. They have not had that basically since Serge, um, Serge Ibaka and Marcus All started to fall off a little bit. They, ha this has been a, a desperate need for this team for a couple of years and they have not been able to fill it. Now they do. Is that enough to just all of a sudden vault this team basically into the, the Brooklyn spot? I don't know if it is, and I certainly don't know if it's worth giving up Kem Birch, which is whatever, but that 2024 protected first, uh, the protection's only in the top six. That makes you really think that this team is either anticipating bottoming out in just an epic way, or this is a team that thinks they will be competitive again next season. 
I think one of those is more likely than the other. And now I, I think we can kind of put to bed, and even we will see how today goes, but I think we can put to bed the thought that Masai wants to just completely blow this thing up and start over. Um, I, I think this is more of a quick retool than anything else, and just a taking advantage of the market in OG Ananobi, potentially a Fred Van v, uh, Vliet, and uh, a Gary Trent Jr. From a Raptor standpoint... Like you, you have you acquired his bird rights now, which means you can re-sign him and and go over the cap while re-signing him. So that helps, I guess. But like, it, it's still you, you can still bring him back next year, and maybe he is a part of your foundation now with Scotty Barnes and Pascal Siakam. It it just seems it seems like a move you make when you're in fifth in the East, like the the Nets are, not in tenth, while clearly struggling. To, to get by. But we'll see what the Raptors do today. Like I said, this doesn't mean they don't still blow things up. And now, instead of building around Barnes and Siakam, they build around Barnes, Siakam, and Pirtle. From a, a Spurs standpoint, th this is a home run. Um, Birch is a potential asset. That first round pick, I think, has the potential to be a home run for the Spurs. And, like, this is a team that is looking at getting worse, and they did that. Just quickly on the three-team trade yesterday, um, it was kind of all over the place, but at the end of the day, uh, it is the LA Lakers making a deal with the Utah Jazz and the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, the Lakers trade Russell Westbrook to Utah and reacquire point guard D'Angelo Russell from Minnesota in a three-team, eight-player trade. The Lakers also get Malik Beasley and Jared Vanderbilt in the trade, while the Timberwolves receive Mike Connolly and Nikhil Alexander-Walker. In addition to Westbrook, the Jazz also receive Juan Toscano-Anderson, Damian Jones, the Lakers' 2027 first-round pick, which is top four protected. Um, that... Ugh, I, I just, I don't like this trade for the, the Jazz, but I mean, look, the, the headline of this trade isn't for the Utah Jazz. It is the LA Lakers. And I think this is a gigantic move from the Lakers. And to be able to move that pick and still keep protections on it and get three players that are going to, I think, be valuable to your team is just mwah, absolute home run. Maybe you can still get a Bogdanovich for that 29 pick. And just completely rehaul things. It was so clear after the LeBron game against the Oklahoma City Thunder, this team needed to do something. In Russell, he is flawed, but he is not as flawed and fits a bit better than the guy who he is essentially replacing in Russell Westbrook. In Beasley and in Vanderbilt, you have in one, a guy who can absolutely shoot the lights out. And in another, you have a guy who can defend very, very well. Both things were positions of need for the Lakers. This is such a phenomenal deal from a Lakers standpoint. You get away from the, the Westbrook headache. You help out an offense that desperately needed a bit more needed to be a bit more dynamic and you help out a defense that got absolutely torched by the thunder. So th this helps them out a lot from a jazz standpoint. It feels very underwhelming to me, um, to, to just kind of bring a couple of extra pieces in. like they, they were, they did so well. I thought, especially in the Gobert trade, 
uh, just an all-time heist of the Gobert trade. And even in the, the, the Mitchell trade, they did well. And this team has been hanging around. It's clear now they are looking to, to fall into the Wembanyama sweepstakes, but th this felt like they kind of got 75 cents on the dollar when you have a team like the Lakers in the situation that you had them in. And Minnesota is just kind of there in this deal. Um, getting Mike Connolly, him with Gobert didn't really work before. Um, I think this offense is going to be really stuck in the mud, but we, we will see how this all plays out. But a, an absolute home run for the Lakers. As far as the rest of the deadline is concerned, I think the Raptors are still the team to watch. What do they do with OG Ananobi? What do they do with Fred Van Vliet? I would imagine Gary Trent Jr. is all but gone as well. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. If anything big happens tonight, um, we're, we're probably going to do a bonus podcast on here anyway, or maybe this is the bonus podcast. Who's to say? But we're, we're probably going to do some kind of bonus just because if the Raptors do something big, it's news. If the Raptors don't do anything big, it's news. If they go all in, it's news. So we'll get into that and want to touch a bit more on the Super Bowl. So we're going to get into that um, as the day goes on. But the Raptors are certainly the team to watch. And I'll be interested now to see what kind of desperation moves come out of the Western Conference. So that is the um, that is your trade breakdown bonus show. We're going to have a little bit more, like I said, coming up. But uh, coming up next, we have today's ticket. The studio sponsor for Coach Potato Diary is Clearwater Cleaning Solutions. They are your one-stop commercial and residential cleaning company based out of Calgary. They have a fantastic team ready to make your life simpler and easier by fulfilling all your cleaning needs. Today's ticket presented by Betstamp. Download the app, use referral code COUCH to let them know that we sent you. All right. Uh, the NBA is a little all over the place. This would be um, difficult to handicap. Uh, I would suggest we are going to go with one game today, uh, the Milwaukee Bucks. I don't imagine they are going to trade a whole lot meaningful off their roster today. Going up against the Lakers team, that is going to have a lot of different things going on. We'll see how healthy LeBron is. We'll see if there is a bit of a letdown after that wild game. Uh, we can get the Milwaukee Bucks at minus six at bet 99. Oh, but we can get it at minus six at a touch of a better number at cool bet. It's only minus 111 to minus 112, but... Um, we, we've kind of stumbled a little bit here as of late, so we need to get back on track. Every little bit helps. We will take the, the Milwaukee Bucks to win by six over the Lakers there. That's going to be the only basketball play we have today. From the world of hockey, uh, what is on the schedule today? Let's go Florida Panthers minus a goal and a half against the San Jose Sharks. We will, um, the, the best place to get that is at Bet Victor. We get plus money out of that one. Flames taking on Detroit is very, very tempting. I'm not going to go with that one. Let's go Oilers minus a goal and a half at bet 365 against the Philadelphia Flyers. And last one, it is the Bo Horvat Bowl as Horvat takes on his former team with the Islanders hosting the Vancouver Canucks. Um, we can get Horvat to score a goal at plus 154. I like our odds on that, so we will go with that. Um, shots on goal, we can get him at over two and a half. That is tempting. And you know what? We're going to pull the trigger on that one as well. It's a bit of a bigger ticket today, but I'm feeling excited with all the trades in the air. So we have a number of items on today's ticket. It is Milwaukee Bucks minus six at cool bet over the Lakers. The Florida Panthers minus a goal and a half at plus 110 against the San Jose Sharks at bet victor. From bet 365, we have the Oilers minus a goal and a half against the Flyers. And from the 
uh, Canucks Islanders game. It is Bo Horvat to score a goal at plus 154 and Bo Horvat over two and a half shots on goal at minus 140. That one's at bet 365. Uh, the over on goals is at cool bet. Thank you all so much for tuning in today. Um, thank you to Clearwater Cleaning Solutions, your studio sponsor for Couch Potato Diary. I will talk to you all later today. I'm out.